A large portion of the Jewish nation has returned to its homeland, but the heart, soul, and mind of much of the Jewish nation are still in exile mode. This state of affairs must and will inevitably change. This is Torah Nation TV from Jerusalem, and we are speaking with the head of Machon Shiloh, Rabbi David Bar Chaim. Shalom, Rabbi Bar Chaim. Shalom. The rabbi recently published an article addressing the question of whether Rosh Hashanah should be celebrated in Israel for one or two days. The holiday of Rosh Hashanah is commonly celebrated nowadays by Jews in Eretz Israel for two days. Has this always been the case? The Rif, Rabbi Yitzhak Al-Fasi, who lived during the 11th century, writes at the beginning of Masechet Beitzah. He goes out of his way, in fact, to stress that the Jews of Eretz Israel must keep Rosh Hashanah for two days. Anyone familiar with the style of the Rif and his aim in writing his Sefer Halachot, namely to quote only the most essential statements, halachic statements of the Talmud, and to uh, be posek the halacha, to express his opinion as to what is the final halacha based on the Talmud, and uh, anyone who's familiar with his very brief style where he does not address any extraneous issues is immediately aware that there has to be a reason why the reef goes out of his way to do so. And the reason, in fact, is very simple. And there's no secret about it. And the reason uh, is laid out for us by another one of the uh, great Rishonim, Rabbeinu Zerachia Halewi, known as the Baal HaMa'or, he was one of the Mefarshim, one of the uh, Chachamim who wrote uh, commentaries and uh, disagreed with the Rif on certain issues. He writes uh, regarding the Rif's statement about the uh, requirement to keep Rosh Hashanah for two days in Eretz Yisrael. He writes that this is the opinion of Rav Haigaon, who was from Babel, from Babylon. And that the Rif, Rif is continuing in his footsteps, but he also points out that this was not the historical reality. In other words, the Baal HaMa'or, the Raza, Rabbeinu Zrahi Alewi, says that for a period of approximately 800 years, from the time of the institution of the fixed calendar, which was in the mid to late 4th century, according to the Christian calendar, and up until the mid or late, perhaps, uh, 12th century, for a period of approximately 800 years, the Jews of Eretz Yisrael kept Rosh Hashanah for one day, just as the Jews of Rosh Hashanah have always kept all the Amim Tovim for one day, as is the case down to this day for Pesach, Shavuot, Sukkot, etc., with the exception of Rosh Hashanah, which today is commonly observed for two days. And... Um, the reason for this disagreement is explained by uh, the Raza, and he explains as follows. He says, and this is agreed to by all. By the way, the historical reality is not under discussion. Everyone agrees and knows that this is what was going on in Eretz Yisrael during the period of the Geonim and during the time of the Reef, and that is why the Reef uh, bothered to deal with this issue, because he saw that he knew that the Jews of Eretz Yisrael were keeping Rosh Hashanah for one day, and he did not agree with this position. And uh, the Raza quotes a question 
sent by Rav Nisim Gaon from Kairuan, North Africa, today in Tunisia. He sent a question to Rav Hai Gaon uh, at the beginning, probably at the uh, beginning of the 10th century, approximately, and uh, in which he asked Rav Hai Gaon, why do you claim that the Jews of Eretz Yisrael should be keeping Rosh Hashanah for two days when we see with our own eyes that they are keeping Rosh Hashanah for one day? Rav Haigon explains his response to Rav Nisim Gaon. This is all quoted by the Razah, that it is true that when the uh, months were um, decided, the new month was decided by and um, declared by the Beit Din, by the Sanhedrin in Eretz Yisrael, and Rosh Hashanah being on, at the beginning of the month, it is true that in Eretz Yisrael there were two possibilities. Within Eretz Yisrael, there were those who were either in the town where the Beit Din met or in the environs thereof who knew that uh, today had been announced, had been declared to be the beginning of the new month and therefore Rosh Hashanah. And they would keep one day Whereas the rest of the Jews in Eretz Yisrael itself, regarding Rosh Hashanah, not the other Hagim, but just Rosh Hashanah, would not be aware of this fact till after the event. And therefore they would not know if the 30th day of Elul had become the first day of Tishrei or the 31st day, which would, be, which would then be Aleph Tishrei by default if no witnesses came to announce the fact that they had seen the new moon. And therefore, within Eretz Yisrael, you had these two minhagim, you had these two practices, those who kept one day and those who kept two days, depending on where they were. And seeing that a majority of Eretz Yisrael kept uh, Rosh Hashanah for two days, because most of the Jews were not near the Beit Din and could not be aware of this fact, therefore, Rabbi Gon says, in my view, the Jews of Eretz Yisrael today should also be keeping two days, as, as did the majority in ancient times. The response of of the Raza and others who agreed with him was that this is all very well at such a time when the months were being uh, decided and declared according to uh, witnesses and declared to be uh, so by the Beit Din. In other words, when there was Kiddush Achodashim al But when we have a fixed calendar, that is to say from the 4th century onwards, and therefore, there is no doubt as to the day on which Rosh Hashanah will fall. It's, it's fixed ahead of time, uh, years and even centuries ahead of time. And we know exactly when the first day of Tishrei in any, any given year will be. And therefore, there's no doubt. Therefore, all the Jews of Eretz Yisrael are in exactly the same position as those Jews who, who were in the same town as the Beit Din or, or nearby found themselves in ancient times. In other words, they were aware, without a doubt, which day was Rosh Hashanah, and therefore they should be, they should act and observe Rosh Hashanah, as did those Jews who knew without a doubt that today was made Rosh Hashanah. So there we have the two explanations, the two svarot uh, for these two practices, for these two halachic opinions: a that the Jews in Eretz Yisrael should keep one day of Rosh Hashanah, and b that they should keep two days of Rosh Hashanah. However. The historical reality, and this is not debated by any, not, not challenged by anybody, everybody agrees and admits 
including Rav Haigon himself, that the Jews of Eretz Yisrael, in practice, were keeping Rosh Hashanah for one day. And the Raza makes it clear that this was the practice, historically, for many centuries, going back to the time of the fixing of the permanent calendar, which means, and up to his own day approximately. He says that just before his own time, the situation changed in Eretz Yisrael because of the arrival in Eretz Yisrael, apparently in the mid-12th century or late 12th century, because the Raza himself passed away in the year 1186, according to the Christian calendar, and he says it happened in recent times, so it probably happened uh, within his lifetime, probably even less than uh, a generation before his own time. He says that a um, large number of great halachic scholars, Torah scholars from Provence, the south of France, arrived in Eretz Yisrael, and they essentially uh, imposed their halachic view based on the reef, that they should keep two days on the Jews of Eretz Yisrael. In other words, they didn't leave the Jews very much choice. And uh, this, is, this itself raises a very interesting question, and that is, is this how halacha can be and should be decided? Can halacha be decided by strong-arm tactics? I say strong-arm tactics because it is clear to me that the Jews of Eretz Yisrael, who had been keeping Rosh Hashanah for one day for 800 years, uh, did not volunteer to change their practice and would not have done so if they were not under duress. Uh, they must have been more or less forced into accepting this position. It's also clear, I think, that the Jews of Eretz Yisrael did not, that is to say, the laymen, the average Jew on the street in Eretz Yisrael, did not decide off his own bat how many days of Rosh Hashanah he would keep. He decided to keep Rosh Hashanah precisely according to the instructions and the halakha as given to him, as laid before him by the Chachamim of Eretz Yisrael for centuries upon centuries. In fact, I think it's clear that the Sanhedrin, at the time of Rabbi Hilal Anasi, who established the fixed calendar, it was they who apparently um, instituted and uh, laid down the Halakha that Rosh Hashanah, like all the Yamim Tovim, should be kept for one day once we have the fixed calendar. According to what the Rav says, it seems that both positions can be explained as having some rationale behind them. Do you feel that one position is more reasonable than another? First of all, let's examine those two positions again. The position described by uh, Rav Hai Gaon in his response to Rav Nisim Gaon is that when the months, when the Chodashim were done according to Ri'iyah, based on the uh, testi testimony of witnesses. At that time, in Eretz Yisrael, most of the Jews kept Rosh Hashanah for two days simply because they did not know which day was declared to be Rosh Hashanah, the 30th day of Elul or the 31st day, which of course wouldn't be the Elul, it would be the first day of Tishrei. Whereas those in the Beth uh, Hawa'ad, that is to say, the town, the area in which the Beit Din met, and the uh, places nearby, the Jews there would be aware if the Beit Din declared, shall we say, the 30th day to be Rosh Hashanah, and then they would keep one day of Rosh Hashanah. Rabbi Haigon's explanation is, 
or his claim is that the Jews of Eretz Yisrael today should continue and maintain the minhag avotehem, the minhag, the practice of their forefathers, because the majority of their forefathers in Eretz Yisrael were keeping two days of Rosh Hashanah in ancient times. The position of the Raza, the Balamor, and others is that that was the case when there was still doubt, there was a possibility of doubt for a majority of the Jews of Eretz Yisrael, and then it was entirely correct for a majority of them to keep Rosh Hashanah for two days. But when there is no doubt, when we have a fixed calendar as we do today, as we have had for over 1600 years, then there is in fact no doubt. And all the Jews in Eretz Yisrael are in the same position as the Jews in, in the area of the Beit Din once were. If you ask my personal opinion which of those two arguments is more convincing, I would tell you that the, the argument of the Raza, that when there is no doubt, then all Jews in Eretz Yisrael are in the same position as the Jews of, and the Beit Din them, themselves and the Jews in that area were in, the, in ancient times. I would say that argument is more convincing. But I think that the most uh, cogent argument for suggesting that this issue be uh, reappraised is the historical reality that existed for 800 years. As I said before, no one challenges the fact that for 800 years the Jews of Eretz Yisrael kept Rosh Hashanah for one day. That is to say, from the advent of the fixed calendar until the time of the Bala Ma'or, in the 12th century, the Jews of Eretz Yisrael were keeping Rosh Hashanah for one day. And this is agreed to by all. This is also, by the way, um, proved and supported by the fact that in the ancient Midrash, the Psikata de Rav Kahana, where you have Drashot for every Yom Tov, every holiday of the year, for Rosh Hashanah there is only one such set of Drashot, not two, which indicates clearly that there was only one day of Rosh Hashanah, not two days. The reason I mention this is because the Rambam, when discussing when Shnat HaShemitah, the sabbatical year in Eretz Yisrael falls, he explains that one could approach this matter in two different ways. And he explains his, the position and the, uh, the, the, possible, the two possible approaches to calculating when Shnat HaShemitah falls. And then he goes on to say that when you have more than one possibility, but you have an historical reality on the ground, as he himself describes, that all the Geonim and all the Jews of Eretz Yisrael uh, have always known and claimed, they know with certainty that this year is Shnat HaShemitah and not the other year according to the other calculation. When you have such a, a fixed and uh, well-established practice on the ground based on ancient tradition, in other words, something which has been done from time immemorial, and the Jews of Eretz Yisrael have always kept Shemitah, and therefore they know when Shemitah is to be kept, they know which year is Shemitah, then that fact should tip the scales in favor of that uh, calculation of Shnat HaShemitah, which agrees with that position, not the other, and not the other approach. The very same thing here applies, should apply with regards to Rosh Hashanah, except that even more so, in the case of Rosh Hashanah, this is something that is done every year. It's unlikely that people would forget from year to year how many, years of Rosh, how many days of Rosh Hashanah they kept the last year, whereas Shemitah is something which is done once every seven years. And yet, the Rambam says that we can rely with certainty on the 
clear and certain knowledge of the Jews of Eretz Yisrael, uh, who have always practiced Shnath HaShemitah, and they know when Shnath HaShemitah falls, and their tradition overrides the, the other possible way of calculating Shnath HaShemitah. The same applies here with regards to Rosh Hashanah. The, even if we have these two positions, both of which can be supported by way of uh, rational argument, the historical fact remains that for eight centuries, the Jews of Eretz Yisrael, and that is to say, uh, without a doubt, there's no question in my mind, I don't think any reasonable person could doubt, that the Jews of Eretz Yisrael did not do so uh, without uh, being told to do so, without being instructed to do so explicitly by all the Chachamim in Eretz Yisrael from the time of uh, Rabbi Hillel Anasi, which is, who was the head of the Sanhedrin in the fourth century, from that time onwards, the Jews were told by the Chachamim, by the Rabbanim in Eretz Yisrael, by all the Geonim in Eretz Yisrael in later generations, to keep Rosh Hashanah for one day, and that is in fact what they did. That historical reality, I feel, should be the deciding factor. Does the Rav feel that there is a need to change the current practice? With regards to what's wrong with the present system, I would mention uh, the following points. First of all, there is the question of uh, davening, saying the wrong tefiloth on a given day. In other words, saying the tefiloth Rosh Hashanah on the second day, when perhaps it is very, much, very possible that it's not the second day of Rosh Hashanah at all, but rather just a regular weekday. There's a question of wearing tefillin or not wearing tefillin on that day. There is the question of barachot levatala. Uh, and there's also the question, I think, of uh, whether people in fact enjoy and benefit from uh, keeping Rosh Hashanah for two days. I know that some people will tell you, I've heard such uh, statements from the mouths of certain people, that they love Rosh Hashanah, they love having two days, and... Uh, and they wouldn't, they wouldn't give up on, on, on having two days of Rosh Hashanah and going to, to shul and, and singing the tefillot and the piyutim. And some people I've even heard uh, claim, uh, perhaps they were joking, I'm not quite sure whether, whether they were serious or not, that not keeping two days would be a problem because then the piyutim that the Ashkenazim uh, customarily say on the second day, they wouldn't know exactly what to do with them. But uh, the fact remains that this was not the position of Hazal. Rabbi Hanan. The famous Rabbi Yohanan uh, of the Tamud Yerushami in Masechet Eruvim Peregimel states explicitly that keeping two days of Yom Tov in the Gola, in other words, keeping two days when one day is sufficient in the Torah, he says is a punishment. It's a punishment for not having kept one day of Yom Tov when they were in Eretz Yisrael. In other words, keeping two days is not uh, some kind of a... Uh, not like winning a jackpot. It's not kind of some kind of a prize or extra, extra benefit that uh, one is lucky enough to have received. Ria Hanan relates to the second day of Yom Tov in Chutz Laaretz as a punishment or as something at least of, of, of no intrinsic value. In fact, he goes further. He goes on to say that Jews in Chutz Laaretz think that they, by keeping two days of Yom Tov, they are receiving sahar, a reward, for keeping Yom Tov for two days. He goes on to say that's not the case. They only receive Sahar for keeping one day, even though they're actually keeping two days. Uh, it seems clear to me that Rabbi Yohanan would say the same thing about keeping Rosh Hashanah in Eretz Yisrael for two days if it's unnecessary to do so. 
he would say that you may think that you're doing a good thing, or this is a wonderful thing by keeping two days, when in fact it's only a kind of punishment, or it's only a kind of uh, vestigial uh, and uh, over um, some kind of um, archaic and uh, vestigial uh, reality going back to ancient times when in fact there is no need and no purpose for, for this practice. So it's not at all clear that there is any advantage to keeping two days, whereas there are a number of arguments, uh, such as those that I mentioned, uh, which would indicate that uh, this matter could and should be evaluated anew. Thank you, Rabbi Bar Chaim. We would like to encourage our listeners to share these podcasts with friends and send in your responses. We would also like to suggest the following opportunity to our listeners. If you identify with Rabbi Barheim's message and would like to sponsor or dedicate a podcast in honor or memory of a loved one, if you would like to obtain Birkon, Nusach Eretz Israel, or invite the rabbi for a speaking engagement, please email us at office at machonshilo.org.